You're listening to Costly Capital, a podcast produced for Cohn Resnick about the challenges and opportunities that market economics and high interest rates create for the real estate industry. When the Fed first started raising interest rates, everyone knew it would hurt borrowers. But what came as a bit of a surprise was how much and how quickly it would affect lenders. In March of 2023, two regional banks, Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank, went insolvent and were placed under receivership. This sent shockwaves through the banking industry. Other small banks decided to be extra cautious with their capital, causing many to limit their commercial real estate lending or pull out of the market altogether. This aversion to lending on commercial properties by many banks made the lending market even more difficult for borrowers. Despite the slowdown in bank lending, deals still need to get done. So who will step in to fill the void left by banks? To learn more about how high interest rates and bank defaults have affected the lending landscape, I talked to someone who has seen their fair share of troubled loans. My name is Deborah Morgan. I am a managing director in Cone Resnick's Restructuring and Dispute Resolution Group. There are different types of commercial real estate loans, each with their own terms and sources of funding. One of the types is commercial mortgage-backed securities, or CMBS loans. These are loans that are packaged and sold on a secondary bond market, similar to the mortgage-backed securities that so famously caused the Great Recession. CMBS loans have also been the first to struggle as interest rates have risen. In the CMBS market today, we're seeing a lot of distress because CMBS has historically been written as a 10-year loan. So loans were written in 2013, 14, 15, and they were underwritten at much lower rates with really good debt coverage ratios. And with today's market, rents are going down. They're not going up. They're um, office buildings and other office, office buildings and other product types are experiencing leasing distress, and therefore they are having a hard time as maturities come up, they're having a hard time meeting refinancing hurdles like debt coverage ratios or loan to value hurdles that would allow them to pay off the CMBS loans. Lenders and investors are worried about the ability of CMBS borrowers to repay loans as rates have gone up and property prices have started to drop. But Deborah thinks that even if rates go back down, it might still be hard to convince lenders to fund CMBS loans. Every time we have a market adjustment, what we find is that our lenders get get smarter and more aggressive. You call them smart or aggressive, but they learn and they write in more and more covenants that make it harder to operate under CMBS. So what you might see is you'll have a CMBS loan and you won't see any money except solely for operating expenses while your loan is performing for the entire life of the loan. The lender will cash trap it. And so you've got to wonder, why am I doing this CMBS loan? Another type of commercial mortgage is a collateralized loan obligation, or CLO. They're often floating rate loans, which makes them more profitable, but also riskier when rates go up. The lenders of CLOs are often private, not banks or life insurance companies like other mortgages. But these private lenders also have constraints that are causing them to decrease their loan volume. Well, the CLO product is typically a product that is is available to borrowers that are looking for an asset that's not yet stabilized and going to stabilization. They're going to the sponsor 
our borrower is going to create value and improve the revenue over the short-term life of the loan. And a CLO is typically a three-year product or maybe a two-year plus a one-year extension option. So the sponsor and the lender are in a relationship under a much shorter time frame, And the goal is to exit the CLO much faster. But it is designed to give you the proceeds that you need that you would not get from a bank or from a CMBS lender to stabilize your property, create value, and then exit it through CMBS or agency or bank financing. What we're seeing today, though, is the CLO market that is primarily financed with warehouse lenders. Warehouse lenders are your banks. If banks are still getting a directive to get out of commercial real estate, one would have to think that they are going to get less and less interested in that CLO market, as well as they're going to get more aggressive in looking at their exposure to real estate that um, is done under the CLO lending market. Alternative lenders have helped fill a need in the lending market. Non-bank lenders don't have the same regulations as banks do, so they have been much more capable of adapting to a new lending environment. But the growth of these types of lenders have caught the eye of regulators, and Deborah thinks it is only time before they too have certain restrictions put on them to protect investors. Alternative lenders have been a great source of capital and of funding because they've come into the market and they have a lot of creativity. They have a, a very few restrictions around them on, on lending. And it, it could be anywhere from a family office, mortgage read, any, any variety of resources are available as, and can be described as alternative lenders. The great thing about it is they're flexible, they're fast and they're creative. And they think very um, opportunistically as a lender. As that market continues to grow, I have a strong feeling that the Fed is going to turn and focus more and more on that lender. If they hold a large share of the market, it's a lender that the Fed will not ignore because they will become uh, systematically very important. The entire property industry is praying for the Fed to bring rates back down. But the thought that they will drop rates back to the levels we've seen before the Great Recession might be a bit naive. So historically, our lending rate has been closer to 6% for commercial real estate, 6 to 7%. We have just went gone through a period where we have had historically low rates. Some people have only seen the 3 and the 4% interest rate. We are now moving back to our new norm, and it's really our old norm. It's really normal. A normal rate of 6%. That's a very good rate. It may not feel good if you're used to 3% or 4%, but on, if you look at the historical average, I believe that rate falls within the space. And what we saw before was abnormally low interest rates. So what will it take to bring capital back to commercial property loans? Deborah thinks that the only thing that will shake some lenders out of their wait-and-see approach is evidence that the property market is coming back and prices are going back up. If interest rates go down, that will drive more investments into the market. But I think that we will continue to see conservatism stay in place for the next couple of years, just because you know our memories are about one to two years when it comes to real estate investments, if you're new in the market. 
And for some of us who have been in the market for a long time, you know, we continue to remember some of those tough times during the great financial crisis and, and other recessions or events that we've gone through in the cycle. But at the end of the day, you know, the real estate is still there. We are going through a market change today with office. We've gone through market changes with multi. We've gone through market changes with retail. And I, I think that we'll continue to evolve and become smarter and better at what we're doing in commercial real estate. The billion dollar question is when will the property market come back? Deborah has her theory, but more importantly, she thinks that when it does come back, it might not look the same as it did before the Fed's aggressive rate hikes. If we see rates going down, I think that we will still see banks sitting on the sidelines and we will see the CMBS market stepping up and offering more financing, the alternative lenders offering more financing resources to borrowers. We will see the banks stepping away from stabilized lending and we will see the CMBS market, the alternate lender market, as well as probably the LifeCo market stepping up and doing, taking more, a larger share of the financing market today for commercial real estate. The repercussions of high interest rates on borrowers has still yet to be fully understood. But what might be more important are the repercussions it has on lenders. When rates do come back down, there will be a lot more investors looking to transact commercial properties. Who will lend on these transactions and what the terms will be will determine how fast the market recovers and ultimately how valuable commercial real estate will become. Thanks for listening to this podcast. For more insights, visit conresnick.com forward slash subscription. That's C-O-H-N-R-E-Z-N-I-C-K dot com forward slash subscription.